everybody. Welcome back to Beer and Money. My name is Ryan Burklow. And I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to use the four building blocks of retirement income. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy that it's only four simple building blocks and people make it as uh, ridiculously hard and complicated as they do. You know, I think uh, I think that's in many areas of our life. <laughs> if you think about like food, right? We overcomplicate like our diets. Um, but that being said, before we dive into the topic, Alex, what are, what are you drinking today? Uh, today I am drinking Flocktoberfest. Uh, it's a lager. That's so Black funny Ribbon. that you got that. I went to that uh, festival yesterday. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, uh, so it's uh, Black Raven's take on uh, Oktoberfest beer. Yeah, so Black Raven holds a a Flocktoberfest, as Alex is about to drink. They call it Flocktoberfest. They hold it every every September. And so um, my family and I went there yesterday and enjoyed – actually, it was yesterday. It was Saturday. Um, And we enjoyed a beverage out in the sun. Would love to hear your opinion of, of the beverage that you're drinking, Alex. What do you think? It's a little bit darker than most uh, most lagers. I like it. Um, it's got a nice, rich taste to it. Clocks in at five percent. Um, it's a lager, so it only has twenty six IBUs. So it's it's a lot lighter, a lot less hoppy than what we normally drink. Um, but no, this is a great Oktoberfest beer. So I'm drinking also Black Raven. So it's really funny. We're both drinking Black Raven. Um, this one's called Mecca Raven Double IPA. Ooh, that is a good beer. And I'd actually never heard heard of this beer. It's eight percent alcohol, so another another doozy here for me. Um, just had my first sip. It's pretty solid. A um, little sweeter than I expected, actually. So there's a sweetness to it that I didn't expect. Um, but the first taste was quite delightful. So Black Raven, obviously, that became the we should have just had titled today's episode under Black Raven. But they make solid beer. Check them out. They're based out of Redmond. They actually got a a brewery now in Woodenville, which is one we went to. Um, But check them out. They make great beer. Yeah. Most of their stuff, um, being Black Raven, most of their stuff is bird-related, hence Flocktoberfest. Yep. So, well, it's cool. Let's dive into this, Alex. So, to your point, our industry can make a lot out of nothing, maybe sometimes, um, or try to complicate stuff when we're trying to simplify it, even though I think the analytics uh, in us try to make it uh, harder or maybe explain it harder than what it really is. So there, there are four main building blocks. Let's let's talk about the four first, and then we'll dive into what each one of them are. Right? Sure. So go ahead. Uh, the, the first one is earned income. This can be active uh, actively earned income, like working at a W-2 job or working for your own company, or it can be passive owning, uh, you know, part of a company and receiving a K-1 or receiving dividends or earnings or profits from that company. Um, rental real estate can also fall into passive, uh, earned income. Uh, so that's, that's one earned income. The second is investment returns. And this can either be like capital appreciation. Uh, you bought a stock for 10, it's now worth 12. And so like you're gaining two from like the ultimate sale of that stock. Um, 
Or it could be dividends, the stock paid out a dividend, or you're receiving an interest payment from a high-yield savings account or a CD or a, a bond or something of that nature. Um, so that's the second is investment returns. Uh, the third is a return of principal. So you've got money that's just sitting in a bank account. You're intentionally spending it down to zero. It's a return of your own money. You're, you know, you're just liquidating an asset. The fourth is some version of an annuity. This can be social security. This could be a pension. This could be an actual product called an annuity. And there's a boatload of different versions of this thing. Some are good. Some are bad. They're, they're all, they all serve a purpose. There's not any one thing that is good or bad. It's all about how you use it. But uh, um, annuitization is basically just a guaranteed stream of payments over a set time period. Um, and that could be like most often it's your lifetime or yours and your spouse's lifetime. So those are the four building blocks. Annuitization or guaranteed income, return of principal, investment returns, or earned income. Yeah. And as many people get to retirement, I would say there's probably two of these that are mostly spoken about, um, and that tends to be the investment returns component or um, annuitization, which typically is a social security or or pension um, component. I think those are the two main pieces that are normally spoken about uh, when it comes to retirement income planning. And unless you own the business, right, that's where the earned income might come into play if you own real estate. All four of these building blocks, if you've set yourself up, I know our listeners are not typically in retirement, right? So this isn't about you know how to distribute your, your wealth, like what's your strategy, but more of if you don't know what these building blocks are and you don't know how to maybe leverage or have the flexibility of using each one of these building blocks and you're not making those decisions today, thinking with the end in mind, you might get to retirement and then go, huh. I wish I would have thought more about X. Yeah. Like and, we and inevitably, when we're working with our clients, especially with someone that's about to retire or in retirement, and we're maybe redistributing some of their assets in different in different ways, almost every time they come back and they say, I wish I would have thought or known about this earlier. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's something where the reason that we're talking uh, the primary target audience for folks that are listening to beer and money are, are folks like yourself and myself that are 35 to 50. And you know, like you're just chugging away through the accumulation phase. And that's great. But the location of where you put your money during this phase is hugely important because it speaks to what flexibility you're going to have when it comes time to distribute. We may not have access to some of the more uh, tax advantageous or structural advantageous or rate of return advantageous methods of creating income in retirement, depending upon where our dollars are located when we get to retirement. So going through this planning and having, like you said, Ryan, that end in mind is critically important during the accumulation phase. And I know this is a retirement income episode that, you know, that tends to be the, the focus, but the fact of the matter is, is it's also living the life today, right? 
most of the people that look like you and I, you know, we were just discussing this, right? <laughs> They've got concerns about their kids being successful. And it, really, it, it starts with, you know, how bad am I messing up my kid? <laughs> so, or how do I, how do I save for college or how do I pay for college or. Right. But how I want to make, you know, we want to make sure our kids are successful. How do we, how do we go about doing that? We're now getting maybe calls or maybe we're getting questions or concerns, or maybe we're developing our own questions or concerns, <laughs> possibly about our parents, right? Different things that are coming up there. And it, it, that's, that's an issue. So that's another issue. Then we've got, well, how do I live my life today without sacrificing my life tomorrow? Right. And the goals that we've got. So we've got these, you know, three or four real priorities. And the question is, is how do we, how do we accomplish all of that? Well, back to these four building blocks, financially speaking, this is what you should be looking at is, is developing that, that those building blocks and the strategic aspect around having the flexibility of them. Whereas most people, when they think of retirement, Social Security or the pensions kind of often like maybe going to happen, maybe not going to happen. Like if you're reading the news today, and it's more about okay, how can I shove as much money into this retirement plan? And that's their plan. They're worried about accumulating as many blocks as they can, instead of trying to figure out how the blocks go together to actually build a complete picture. Um, and it, it's one of those things where like if you accumulate a whole bunch of blocks but they're all stacked higgledy piggledy and like it's, it's not, there's no thought process put into it. Like one strong breeze and it all comes crashing down as opposed to like a well thought out, well designed like brick by brick approach where all of the pieces fit interlocking together. Like it's just going to stand up to, issues and concerns and trials and tribulations so much better and just work more efficiently and effectively. So the same dollar will go further because we've got a coordinated tax plan. We've got a plan to deal with volatility. We've got a plan to deal with longevity or morbidity, like all of these different components that go into a retirement plan become much more easy to understand when we understand what the building blocks are and then create proactively create a plan of how do we put them together. Yep. And this is why looking at these four building blocks and having them all are is huge because that's what provides the different flexibility, different access points, different tax structures that enable you to, to do everything we've been talking about. And just so we're clear, there is no one building block that is better than any of the others. Like they all have their pros and their cons and it's using the mix of them appropriately together that creates the strong foundational plan upon which everything gets built. Yeah. It, you know, if you're a business owner, you already have a high risk in your business, mm -hmm. Right. So you may not have as much in the way of uh, maybe as much money in, say, the stock market, like true volatility in that aspect, because a lot of the risk you took is in the business. So maybe you've got a more structured type of investment piece where it's not as volatile, not as risky because of that. So that earned income or the passive income might be a bigger block 
the investment return might be a smaller block. And then maybe the return of principal is another bigger block, right? Like this is how you, this is the design work of the financial plan that you should be looking at. When you also might have more, more risk with like when you go to exit your, your business. Yep. Like, okay, are we exiting our business into a good market or a bad market? And how does that impact us? And and what are the ways that we can go ahead and reduce down that volatility or that uncertainty around whether it's a good time to liquidate or a bad time to liquidate? So these are the questions you should be asking yourself. These are the four building blocks that we wanted to make sure you're aware of exist so that you can help yourself make the decisions today so you can ultimately have the flexibility in the future, which takes us to the question of the day, Alex. Our question today is how flexible is your retirement income plan? So head over to beardmoney.net and there's a spot at the top of the page that says contact us where you can answer that question. Or if you have questions from this episode, it's a great spot to reach out to us uh, for those questions. We can help maybe answer them uh, on maybe one of our future episodes. Look, we started this podcast to help you think differently about your money so that you can live the life that you want, take care of your family the way that you want with the values and goals, take care of your parents, living life today and well, as well as accomplishing your goals. So if you got anything out of today's episode, share it with your friends, share it with family members, right? Share it with the coworkers because that's the whole purpose of this episode is to be that resource for you. So we hope you got something out of today's episode. And as always, Mr. Collins, Cheers and enjoy Oktoberfest. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Quantified Financial Partners, and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this content, Park Avenue Securities LLC is not undertaking to provide investment advice or a recommendation for any specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact a financial representative for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 200 Market Street, Suite 1850, Portland, Oregon, 97201. Phone number 503-221-1226. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burklow, CA Insurance License, number 0K24924. Alexander Collins, CA Insurance License, number 0H24806. Pinpoint number 2023-162623. 
Expiration October 2025.